Hi guys, it's Ellie and it's Heather and, and welcome, welcome back, back to Tea and Talk. We've got Charlie here with us. <laughs> I yes. feel like I have to do like a grand reveal. And it's Charlie. <laughs> Hi. Okay, this is this is fun. This is exciting. Cute. I feel like everyone gets so scared when they come on the podcast. They're like, I'm so nervous, but oh, only like completely. <laughs> no, you'll be great. You will. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, Charlie, would you like to introduce yourself? Okay. Um. Hi. <laughs> um. I'm Charlie. I I play soccer. I I work at Woolies. That's great. Woolies are fresh food people. Um, plug the link. It's <laughs> like so buy our merch. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um. Just don't buy our parsnips. Love that. Yeah, Yeah, so um, Tyler's a friend from school. She is, I feel like you're very aware of like issues around you. You're very. um, Good at confronting them. Just like hype me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get it, girl. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Aw, that's cute. So we all have our drinks here. A little bit of a switcheroo this week. Yeah, we've gone a little bit rogue. Um, Yeah, I know it's. And talk, but we have coffees. I want to go because I've got a new new drink. Wait, can they? Ooh, <laughs> ASMR. I see one. you. Okay, so I have an iced coffee. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. I just have a black coffee because I was like too tired to deal with this today. I have a water. Cute. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, it's so... iced. It's iced water. Oh it's iced gosh, water. Bougie. So mm. Love that. Yes, we do. So let's talk about our weeks, everybody. Ellie, Charlie, anything uh, happened? Well, it's not much of a spicy week. Yeah. It's kind of been pretty recent since we recorded the last episode. So, yeah. like, hasn't been much in our lives. But, Charlie, has anything cool been happening? Just getting ready for exams. Yeah, that's She's the like, same with me. Mm, that's kind scary. of scary. Next week. Yeah. Oh, how are you feeling about Ellie? I don't really know. Well, I mean, I only have, like, my year 10 exams, which, like, aren't really that like dire but um I don't know my first like VCE exams coming up I guess and mm-hmm. I don't know I just feel like it's coming really fast and like I uh-huh. haven't like gotten ahead as, as as much as I wanted to on like revision and stuff I don't know it's... I feel the same but it's for year 12 so it counts <laughs> yeah no it's kind of yeah and like I think about when you're in year 12 I feel like they ask so much of you as mm. a student like you have to do three exam uh, three essays in their English exam that's yeah. what the year 12s did today like, no, nah, I couldn't do hours, that. No, like, we only have two in year 11, and I feel like we're never going to be prepared for the three hours. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Like, ugh, kind of gross. And, like, you ask some teachers of, like, the, the VCA subjects, the year 12 subjects, like, would you be able to do the year 12 exam? And some of them say no. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But they're teaching the subject. God. Yeah, it <sighs> kind of just, uh the way they, like, rank, uh, just the whole... The whole system is, is a bit... Just, yeah. Mm. No, I agree. No, I hate it. I hate the whole ideology that you know you are just competing against your peers you're not with your peers mm-hmm. you're against them and it's yeah. like no. and it, it makes like your whole life is a competition if you think about it this is what dad told me one time and I think it's really true like when you're in from like 
a baby pretty much you're like competing who like in your mother's group like who competes who's gonna be able to crawl first who walks first then you get into school like who can who's in the highest reading group in prep and then it goes through like to year 12 like who's gonna win the competition of being the best in your year level to get you the best ATAR then you, you're competing to get into the best universities then you're competing in your degree to graduate top of your class and then you're competing to get the best job and then you're competing with your colleagues to climb the corporate ladder to get the promotion and life is just an entire like this whole competition Mm -hmm. and I don't know when you remove the competition I feel like it's so much more simpler and just Mm. 100% you can like escape kind of like the rat race if that makes sense yeah I hate the whole competition aspect it's just so stupid yeah I really wish we did it like how they did it in England where you get an you get a score you get like an AA plus type thing or how you did on the exam. It's not against yeah. anyone else. So it's like, oh, you got A+. plus. Someone else got a D. Someone else got a C. Yeah. You know? Like, you're not ranked against anyone. Exactly. Because, like, if you got a 90%, but then everybody else got 95%, you get a zero. In like a, you In did, Australia, Yes, is. 90%, that's amazing, but you get zero. Yeah. It's dumb. Like, ugh. Anyways. <laughs> a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> no, we always do tangents. Yes. <laughs> So let's get into our sweets and our salties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I had prepared earlier. Oh, of course. Don't we always? LA cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, my sweet, I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to start with my salty because I've got one of them. <laughs> I just worked so much on the weekend. I worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I was just so tired by the end of it. Yeah. I was just, oh. It was, I was exhausted by like Monday morning rolls around and I was so tired yesterday. Oh, it was honestly so bad. I had double signs and like, I was literally falling asleep on my, (laughs) on the table. Anyway, so that was my salty. Sweet. Mm, Probably getting back into working out like early in the morning. So like waking up at like 5.20 because, um, I don't know. It's just like, it feels really productive and really good. So probably that's my sweet. Getting back into all of that. We love that for you. <laughs> Charlie, do you have a sweet and a salty? Mm, my salty would probably be similar to yours. I I think I, I don't know how many hours I worked. I think I worked like 19 hours just Ooh. on the weekend. Wait, really? You just did? on those two days. Yeah. That's so gross. So that was like, it just felt like a lot. Um, that is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so that was okay. We love that for um, you. But, all the but I feel like that was my salty. That. Like it was a good day, but I think it was just like, once again, by Monday, I was kind of exhausted. Yeah. Um, and I had a really good schnitzel sandwich yesterday. And I think that, <laughs> like, that just topped it all off because I've been trying to, like, get the right ratio of, like, yes. salad and cheese and everything. It's just perfect. Oh, I'm so that. glad that you found that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my sweets are the fact that I have so many study periods now that I don't have my year 12 subjects. So, like, I had um, – yesterday was double um, psych, which I would have to study for, and then I had um, – methods which I again had study so three periods in a row was just study I had two classes that day and it was just I loved it I was like this is this is like honestly like then you don't the have best. to you don't have to do like study outside of school exactly <laughs> I wouldn't do it when I got home so it's better that I'm doing it at school because then I'm actually going to do it exactly um, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't do it we'd end up you know failing but it's fine right and salty I don't really know it's kind of been a pretty short week like it's a Wednesday today hmm salty I don't know Heather this is like a roller reversal normally salty is like yeah right off the bat 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. My salty lunch related. This morning, I had we had leftover homemade pizzas for. I had that for lunch today. And mine was soggy and it was gross. Oh. Heather, you made me put them in the microwave this morning. I told you, like, microwaving some pizza that's not going to stay warm in a container until lunchtime. I know, and I put it in my thermos so then they're, like, the condensation <laughs> is, like, literally <laughs> wet. Pizza in a thermos! <laughs> I wanted warm pizza, but it was, oh wet. It was soggy and I hated it. And I was like, aw, my lunch. Oh. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> Anyways... We learn for next time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about um, just kind of like revisiting diet culture and talking like a lot about the culture amongst young girls in our school that we witness that just ideal idealizes eating disorders. So on that, just, yeah, a quick trigger warning because we will be talking about probably calories, eating disorders, and all like body talk and um sort of things like that so if you feel like that might be triggering to you this might not be the best episode though i think yeah it'll be quite an interesting chat um but yeah if that's something that um you don't think will be right for you then yeah feel free to skip this episode but yeah just a disclaimer before we start but before we get into it (laughs) i feel like we always just like add little bits like just hang on a minute (laughs) additionally (laughs) we need to put this bit we need to fit this bit in here all right charlie tell us a bit about yourself hey um i know but like you know what do you like like things like that i don't know i'm not gonna guess no (laughs) yeah what are you passionate about let's start there um i really like media like and that whole like photography base of it Mm -hmm. i was actually really keen for this because i felt like it kind of like slips into kind of that area yeah yeah no definitely um i feel like doing this podcast has really taught us like a lot about audio production and like uploading like things sort of like that i mean ellie our audio production is not great we're using a macbook there's no speakers (laughs) or like microphones or whatever yeah no but just like the export and just yeah but no i get it and editing I never mm-hmm. knew how to edit, even though this is the basic, most basic thing ever. But I feel like it would, like, take time to learn everything and all that. We just cut out segments of audio. It's oh, not that shit. hard. <laughs> but, yeah. But, no, yeah, I'm sure it took us a really long time. You know, it was a really difficult process. Yeah, so up all the mics and everything. And oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, of course. I mean, the first time was terrible. We won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I love that. So you really like, like, um film and that kind of stuff yeah so i'm looking into doing like media teaching or something with like humanities as oh, i wow. so like old. <gasps> i feel like you'd be the teacher like everyone loves oh thank you oh yeah, yeah you no would. i see that everyone be coming to you for like advice. just like send your kids to my school like yeah. i'll just like teach them <laughs> yeah yeah okay so we started this last episode but this is a question we're gonna like ask every one of our guests what is your pet peeve? Oh my goodness. Um. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> think about this one. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, it's not really like a pet peeve, but it's just like something that I'm like, what are you doing? When people walk around with their like, oh, actually, no, this is better. When people <laughs> don't like untie their shoelaces and they just like slip their shoes oh, in. Oh, I do that. <laughs> But like, it's not like a because like the back of your shoe, then it just like breaks. Yeah, does that make sense? But I do it. Yeah, I, I slip out, but like I can't slip back in. I don't know. It's just maybe it's just something weird. I don't do it with like my school shoes, like my um Harrison's, but I do it with um runners. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Davidson. What was the one that, like, people were walking around? I want to know what you were going to say. Oh, when people walk around with their, like, shoes, like, untied. Mm. So it's about shoes. <laughs> like, yeah, just, like, still about shoes. Because I can think of anything else. Um, <laughs> Love it, though. Yeah, I remember my primary school teacher, she always used to say that she hated... She brought this up way too often. <laughs> she, like, when um, her kids would eat cereal, she'd get really triggered if the milk fell back in the, like, bowl. And she'd have to, like, leave. <laughs> and she'd, like, leave the room. And I was, like... Okay. I feel like that's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. I feel like pet peeves do tell like a lot about a person. Yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. I don't even know if I have a pet peeve. Like that's honestly something I have to think about. Oh no, yeah. I would 100% do. I was actually thinking of one before. Like I remember that I was thinking of one and then Charlie started telling a story and then I was like, I remember I was thinking of a pet peeve, but what was it? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I remember thinking about the exact same one last episode, but now it's, <laughs> I mean, clearly it mustn't be that triggering to me. If Ooh, I yeah. <laughs> I think I have a pet peeve that's kind of something I don't like, but I feel like it's just something I don't like. I don't like rocks. Like picking up rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't like picking up rocks that have ch- like chalk on the outside. But I feel like that's not really a pet peeve, that's just something I hate. Mm. Yeah, rocks more... with chalk chalk on the outside, I might be sick. Like honestly picking them up I might be sick. Oh no, that's like Or something... people eating with their mouth open. And like I don't want to see what you're eating. Like mm-hmm. it's so gross. <laughs> Or people that think, like, farting is funny. Like, they come up to you and they're like, <laughs> Ellie, <laughs> don't start that. She farted on me this morning. <laughs> but that's different. <laughs> I'm exposing you, Ellie. No, no, they're like, fart for a joke. It's like, I just farted. Ha ha, smell mouth that. Like, mouth breathers. Mouth breathers. That's like, that's something that used to, like, trigger me. No, but they're not like that. They'd be like... And I'm like, yo, my goodness, Liz, like, oh, anyway. So it reminds me of my, like, prep teacher that um she didn't swallow it enough, so, like, the <laughs> foam would gather around. <laughs> and it was, like, white foam, like, on, it was, like, you could not talk to her oh because, goodness, that like, that's disgusting. all you can. That's so gross. What if it just, like, like, she's marking your paper and it just drips on, like, <laughs> oh. No. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think we can jump into the episode now. We've learned a bit more about Charlie. Yeah. Our beloved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like we're all kind of pretty, like, aware now about diet culture. I don't I don't know whether we're, like, extra aware. I think Charlie and I probably are than, like, most of our friends. But um, it I don't know if that means that we're, like... I feel like we could be extra aware of, like, when these sort of things are we, like, pick up on what people are saying yeah. within our friendship groups, if that makes sense, because yeah. we're, like, aware of it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, for a lot of people, it's probably subconscious and, like, kind of second nature. Mm-hmm. So, like, where have you seen or heard more diet culture, like, within your friendship groups? Like, what conversations do you normally hear about? Like, either of you. It's always the – and I, I'm guilty of this, too. It's like, oh, I'm fat. Yeah, like oh, a negative body look talk. At, look at this. Like, like yeah – your little pouch mm-hmm. <laughs> and things like that. I'm like, I'm guilty of that as well. But it's like, and then, you know, words are difficult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's always just the, I like, feel that like, kind um, of from, since like lockdown, honestly, my social skills have gotten worse, <laughs> like because of not talking to people. Yeah, that's fair enough. But um, anyway, that's just a side note. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Cute. Um, I feel like it's very, I feel like it's, especially like with my, like, friends or like certain people that I talk to that I know that have like problems with eating it's very casual in some of my classes I've noticed like 
just with the people that I sit with, it's very like prominent in that sense. Like we talk about it very casually. And I think it's very like in one of my classes, it's a very casual conversation. But then in another one of the classes, it's a very like if somebody brings it up, it'll be joked about. But like it's a serious thing. Does that make sense? It's almost as if eating disorders are idealized. A hundred percent. I was actually told, I told one of my friends about it and I was like, cause I was like, blah, blah, blah. Cause I, I wouldn't say I had like an eating disorder, but I went through like a stage during lockdown where I didn't have motivation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't really feel like eating. And then I just like, I don't know. It's like I lost weight and I just yeah. like wasn't feeling hungry. So I told her about this and she was like, wow, I wish I was like you. I wish I could be like that. And I literally mm. told her straight up, I was like, you cannot say that to people. Cause I didn't care. Cause I knew she didn't, like it didn't come from a place of like, hurt yeah but I was just like and she's the same size as me like it's not like we're totally different but it's just like something that she just like accidentally said and it's also like um it's also like what if the person that okay so what if you were in that sense but you actually had a Mm full-blown eating disorder and someone was saying I wish I was like you Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be so triggering, and they'd be like, "No, like this is a this is a whole this is a mental health disorder. Like this is yeah. something mm-hmm. you don't want to." Be. And I feel like that would that's probably a lot worse as well. Or it would yeah. reinforce it. Say, "Oh, well, I was considering getting help, but like if this is something that I should be proud of, then I guess I just like keep, keep doing it. Right? This is normal. This is what this is standard. This is what I should be doing." Yeah, and that's just and I feel like toxic. TikTok, like same with in lockdown last year, like. I don't know. I feel like lockdown really spiked kind of because everyone was like left to themselves. Like you were so hyper fixated on yourself. And like there was this massive thing on TikTok with like romanticizing eating disorders, mm-hmm. like all this like fake recovery. My for you page was full of that sort of stuff for like a good solid few months. Like I feel like I was mine was like, the opposite. I just had it every now and then because my for you page isn't really centered around eating. Um, <laughs> it was centered around Minecraft, Heather. Okay, let's be calm down, Ellie. Calm down. <laughs> But, like, sometimes I'd see the um, ones of people being like, oh, come eat with me. But they were, like, genuinely the the good ones. Like, oh, come eat. We're going to eat this today. Or we're eating our fair foods today. And things like that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like, I would just scroll past them because it, like, didn't really – wasn't something that I needed Mm -hmm. to do because I'm, like, fine with my eating or or I was fine with my eating and things like that at the, like, time. I'm fine with my eating, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Like, past tense, Heather. um... Sorry. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I was just like, that's kind of cool. No, but, yeah, I feel like – my for you page on TikTok heavily like like moved along with like my own experience um because like when I got into a bad bit my for you page was reinforcing that like eating disorder like stuff like this is what I eat today and they literally drink like an energy drink like it was so reinforced and then when I like started to get better then my it, my for you page started to get more and more like that yeah. so it's very easily perpetuated Mm-hmm. by yeah. social media and things like yeah, that yeah 100%. and tiktok it's like the algorithm like because the algorithm the computers they don't know what's good or bad what's truth or not truth they just know this video is popular we'll show it to more people this video is not popular we'll show it to less people like it doesn't know that the social implications of the videos that it's like sending out to people but yeah. um yeah the algorithm definitely like i reckon it's hard yeah because yeah. if you see it so often, you think it's so normal. Yeah, I feel like skinny is so idealized. Mm-hmm. Like some yes. people are like, oh, I wish I was skinny. And I was like, why is skinny such a good thing? Yeah, and literally. Then, um, also, I don't know if this is like a good or a bad thing, but like, yes, we're all skinny, but like we all have our own body issues and the parts about ourselves that we really don't mm-hmm. like and things like that. But then people who are maybe quote unquote bigger 
than us or have like a higher set point. I mean, wait, you know, why do we even have to do quote unquote? Like, exactly. why, is, why is there a negative connotation when I we know. say a yeah. larger yeah. body? Like, why is there There's a, nothing wrong a with positive it. implication when we say a smaller body? Like, why do we have those sort of um, perceptions and like yeah. And I feel like that also ideas. triggers it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. With yeah. Because, and like, same with the word fat. Like, we have put so much weight into this one word that literally is just describing one part of the body. Like, we could do that to say the word fingernail. Like, I've used yeah. the word the fingernail before. Like, if we treated fingernail as such, like, a dirty thing, like, oh, my God, like, fingernails, they're so... Like, you have fingernails, that is disgusting. Like, your fingernail is bigger than my fingernail. Like, if we gave it that much weight, then fingernails would be a taboo subject, but they're not. And, like, why does fat and why does that have to be? Like, we can all just, like kind of be if that makes sense yeah and like what i was saying was just like when people you know i don't want to be mean but what i was saying like a little bit bigger or something like yeah that, which is not a bad thing and Curvier, like, like, fine. yeah beautiful bodies yeah. in any shape and form doesn't matter but um and they're like oh i wish i was skinny like you or i wish i didn't have uh, i could eat all this food and they're not getting away and it's like like that's also not a good thing like saying that to someone who's maybe smaller than you or something like that, but they also have their own issues and maybe that's yeah. also not a good thing that you're saying to them and things like that. It's like when you look back on old photos and you're like, oh my God, I was like, I remember in this photo of me, I was feeling so shit about my body at this time, but like, I'm literally like fine there, like that she looks amazing there. Like looking back at those photos, just show you that it was never really about your body. It was always about what was going on up here in your yeah. head. Yeah, and I feel like, okay, well, with what I was saying, when you say, oh, you're so skinny, then your mind's like, okay, well, I have to stay skinny, so maybe I should eat less of this tonight, and then I won't eat that tomorrow, and then this and that, and that. Because oh, you're trying to keep meeting those expectations. Yeah. Not necessarily the expectations about others, but it's that brain, or you're just your internal expectations being like, I have to be skinny. Mm-hmm. And you're not proving it to anyone, you're proving it to yourself, really. Yeah. And I think that's what um, why maybe girls um, are probably... Not saying that guys can't get eating disorders, but they're more prone to eating disorders because young girls, like you're in like a child's physique, right? A lot of people are like uh, like smaller bones, like everything, obviously. And then you hit puberty and suddenly you put on this weight. But then since you've been so small as a child, like um, and like half of your personality is centered around being like so tiny and so petite, then you feel like this pressure to maintain the smaller physique. So then um, and when you start putting on that weight naturally during puberty, um, you like th- there's like this massive pressure to like feel like you can't gain that weight. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think it's like it's impossible to want to keep maintain that child physique when you're like a teenager because yeah. you've got broader hips. Like you can't just you can't get rid of that. Like yeah. you've got um broader shoulders. You you know you got changes. Yeah. No, I know it makes sense. It makes sense. I the- understand what you're saying. Yeah, the grass is always greener, right? Mm-hmm. I have a story, okay, and I'm just going to, like, work these in because I feel like it's kind of something that we were talking about. Yeah. When I was, like, I think I – when I was younger, I did a lot of dance and I did, like, pretty much all the sports I could possibly do. So I was very thin. Like, I had abs. So Ooh, I know. Get it. This year old me was pretty, pretty hot. Um, <laughs> but – and I remember, like, there was a photo of me, like, in a bikini as, like, a literal child. And – I was like, oh, like, I'm super skinny in there. But then I went into, like, I think I was in prep. And for some reason, I didn't do dance anymore. And I was playing, like, more basketball sports. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, like, super, like, skinny, skinny. And we had to do this thing for, like, an Estedford. And we had to choose three girls to be in, 
little incy wincy yellow polka dot bikinis mm. and our prep teacher was like i'm gonna choose you you and you and i was like oh like i can do it and then because you weren't chosen were you no i wasn't chosen and i was like oh like i can do it because she was like asking who wanted to do it and she's like oh no like she's more skinny and i was like oh but like that didn't like trigger anything for me personally but like something in like little like my head was just like that's- you shouldn't say that to a kid because, like, it didn't affect As me. As a six-year-old, that's a, like, a big thought. Like, that's so good that you were able to think Yeah, that. my mum's always been, like, very... She's, like, you're at a very good weight. at the Like, whatever weight I was at, she's, like, you're at a good weight. Like, no matter what. Because I ate a lot as a kid. And I was, like... I was this weight, and I thought I was, like, fat. <laughs> like, I thought I was... I thought I was obese and, like, overweight. Because that's what my, like, prep teacher told me. But I didn't have it... There was nothing wrong with me at the time. And I didn't think, like, being bigger was, like, a big thing. I just thought that's crazy. Yeah. As a how prep much teacher, you're not supposed to say that. No, and yeah, it's literally. how much it's pushed on at, for such a young age. That mm. it's like you kind of expect older um, girls to, you know, have troubles with their body because why are we pushing it on them when they're so young? And it's just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, and the fact that you remember that just shows that that was kind of like a defining moment. Mm, in, yeah, and yeah. Like, even in like one of our classes, um, I feel like eating disorders are so idealized and yeah. so celebrated, like. I have something similar. Um, I played netball when I played netball with this girl and I was always like a very skinny child, but then she was very, she was a lot bigger. She just yeah. had like broader shoulders and all that, but like we and were taller. Yeah. And taller. Yeah. But like we were pretty much like the same, like we did like the same things. We had the same stuff, but she was very like, Oh, I want to be like you. Or like, she just like idolized like what I looked like. And then we had this other girl who had, she just didn't eat very much. She was very, like, she'd go to the gym all the time, but then she would eat inconstantly. In, in, like, a toxic... Like in, like, a toxic... Yeah, in a very yeah. toxic way. And this girl was like, oh, I wish I was like that. Like, I wish I could not eat like you did. And I was like, but she shouldn't be like that because yeah. she's healthy in herself, but she's, like, trying to be something mm-hmm. that, like... It's not healthy. That's mm-hmm. really, like, damaging on It's like her set body. weight. Does that, like, yeah. you guys were talking yeah, about this points. with Maddie. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, no, I get that. Eating disorders are so, like, romanticised and idealised. Like, I wish I had the eating disorder. Like, I wish, yeah, I had the, it's like a willpower thing. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, um, I think, um, I know another girl in my friend group who, like, his, like, tries to, like, be, like, skinny, tries to lose weight, even though, like, she's, um, at, like, a larger set point as well. Um, but she... So she eats, like, next to nothing and she complains that she doesn't lose weight because she, like, will go days without eating. And um, she, like, tries to lose weight and, like, be, like, the um, naturally smaller people I know. And um, it's almost in, like, a... It's in a very toxic way. Like, why can't I... Like, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that makes like, sense. Like, it just doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> yeah. And, like... It it isn't just in schools. I feel like that's a really big point to make. Adults think, or when you think of like the typical person with eating disorder, I feel like a lot of people picture teenage girls, skinny teenage girls. Yeah. Like stick thin, like as if that's the only sort of person that can have an eating disorder. When people don't realize, I think like more people than they even themselves realize have disordered eating habits. Like it's like a lot of people have. you can have an eating disorder at a bigger set point. You don't necessarily yeah. have to be that stick thin figure that everyone associates mm-hmm. with, like anorexia, um, like an eating disorders and things like that. You can 
there are so many and you can't like assume you know oh that person must have be have a larger set point because they're eating too much and things like that but no they can just as easily have an eating disorder as somebody who is stick thin yeah like number one the most common eating disorder is eating disorder is binge eating disorder and um number two eating disorders eating disorders are mental illness and yes. like physical changes that happen to your body so whether that be, might be weight loss weight gain um that is just one possible side effect like it doesn't even have to be necessary it's just one possible side effect that might happen as a result of um, a mental illness yeah 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 but um yeah my point with that is what i was um saying i know i always go off topic so much um but adults like i feel like they are so in denial of their own disordered eating habits um i like most like most of my parent um friends parents they're like always on diets like getting like skinny teas like meal replacement shakes and everything like um i have a few of my friends like their parents their parents always seem to be on diets like like the whole time yeah Yeah. but i feel like that also like what influences that have on their kids their kids oh a massive influence like that's we have to learn these behaviors somewhere and like it like, when you learn it from your parents, obviously it's so much more important than if, if you learn it from someone else's parents because it's you trust your own parents. And then it puts the idea in the child that you always should be always should be looking at your diet or you should be trying to... Lose weight. Lose weight. Like, that's so toxic. Mm-hmm. And, like, the skinny teas and meal replacement shakes. Like, I work at a um, small grocery chain. And, uh, well, not a grocery chain. It's, like, a all-round like everything shop. store. Yeah. 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 Um, we got like in this massive range and we still even have it and I ref- like I tell all my managers like we should not have this stuff like I detest these products it's the a range of like meal replacement shakes and like they have apple cider shots where it's like um one shot before your meal to help keep you satisfied like so um insinuating that take this before a meal and then you'll feel more full on less food so then yeah yeah and they're like all meal replacement shakes and um weight loss pills like we have an entire range of that in my store and i'm like are you kidding me that is so bad and like it's unbelievable how much um like how much we sell of this and when i'm because i have to put it through the, through the registers obviously so i sell this to people and i'm just like when i'm packing in, in their bags i'm just like i'm so sorry that you have to like i don't say this out loud but i'm always thinking like i'm so sorry that you're in this place like you should not feel the need to do this like and adults don't think that this is disordered eating. I feel like adults, they just think that this is what they have to do mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, it's they don't consider that sort of, um, like, falling for, like, the marketing because it's marketing towards your insecurities, right? They're saying this will make you lose weight. Like, you will look like the girl on the box if you drink this. Um, yeah, like the apple cider shots. Like, I used to do that. I know. And, and I it took, burns yeah. and then you don't really eat because your stomach's on fire yeah literally and i remember when you started doing that i thought oh wait that's what you're meant to be doing like when um we copycatted each other's bad habits yeah we really did because i was in like year seven heather's in year eight and um so whatever heather did because you like my older sister and i think that like oh you're older than me you know like better um <laughs> dumb dumb, like, move, Ellie, dumb move. <laughs> like whatever you do like that's what we should be doing and like same with counting calories like you um you did that for a little bit so i was like oh i thought that we didn't have to count calories but oh okay i guess this is what we have to do and so we would bounce off each other yeah lose weight and lose more weight the other person you just try to fight a competition to be the skinniest like but subconsciously like this none of this is shared out loud it's just kind of like subconsciously copied 
Yeah. But, um, yeah. That is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, and, um... I don't know I if you changed have... now because we're not oh. dumb <laughs> 14, 13 year olds. But, you know, that was yeah. not great. <laughs> no, but, um, like, at my work, I, you might experience some of the same things, but we have to, like, sell add-ons, right? So often our add-ons are, like, chocolates or cookies or fudge or something like that or lollies. Some sweet treat. Yeah, like, um, that sort of stuff. And so whenever I'm, like, asking... I'm like, oh, so would you like um, to add one of these to your car as well? Um, literally, probably like a th- two-thirds of my responses are, no, I'm on a diet. No, I'm cutting out sugar. No, I'm not having um, chocolate at the moment. I've been having too much lately. I'm and trying that, to lose weight. Um, it's like I'm not exaggerating when I say two-thirds of responses. I barely ever sell anything because people are like, no, I'm on a diet. That reminds me. Our auntie is so skinny because, like, she just has a smaller set point. But she's still, like, the last time we saw her, I've been like, oh, no, I'm cutting out sugar. I can't have oh sugar my in God. my tea. Yeah. And I was like, no. I know, literally. And then we were like, how long has this been going on for? And she's like, since this morning. <laughs> like, it's always, like, those two-day diets. Like, um, fast fixes. I feel, yeah. Um, what these, um, like, meal replacement shakes, they promise fast results. And that's what people want. We live in, like, a instant gratification world and like adults they always say oh you guys all love your phones like it's instant gratification you don't know the meaning of hard work but adults are just as addicted to their phones as we are and they are just addicted to instant gratification as we are i feel like that is often like forgotten kind of thing yeah yeah i completely agree but um yeah i I don't know if do you have any stories like that from your work charlie because you work in the supermarket as well i have a friend at work and we were on our little like 15 minute tea break and I went and what did I get? I think I got like a bag of chips, some yogurt and like a drink because I was, uh, I think it was some mommy. I don't know. I was really, really hungry. And then she grabbed like a cookie or something and a juice and was started to like count the calories in it. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm, I'm just like seeing how many calories there are, blah, blah, blah. And She's also the person that I told that, like, I was having problems eating. And she's like, oh, you need to have the one with more calories and I need to have one with less calories. And I was like, why? And she's like, because I need to be, like, thin like you. But I even, like, told her, I was like, your, like, body is perfect as it is. You don't need to be cutting out these calories and everything. It's just, oh, it's unnecessary. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. I get that. I feel, oh. Um, Oh, actually, I do serve a few people that come through. That I think it's like this, it is this older lady and she's very, I don't know, she's very like trying to look youthful consistently. Oh, yeah. So she'll come through and she'll have like the diet shakes and yeah. everything like that. And then all of, it's really weird because she'll have like the diet shakes and like all of these like dieting pills or these like um, cookies that are like supposed to be like calorie free or something like that. Yeah. But then she'll have like all of this like junk. So I feel like I and she always comes through. It's and, a binge cycle. Yeah. You can tell a lot from a customer, like a person by what they 100%. buy. Like, yeah. But she always has like very much like similar things. It's never like she has like fruit and veg and stuff. It's not like she's like working towards like a healthier lifestyle. It's just she's like trying to stay thin say like skinny and everything like that yeah yeah and at my work because i'm at a fast food place people try and justify 
them getting the fast food. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you don't need to tell me about your life story, love. Just take the pizza <laughs> and leave. Yeah, like, they, do they come in and be like, oh, um, I, 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 I did, <laughs> did 15,000 steps today. Like, this is the only reason why I'm getting it. I don't do this often. No, like, um, people are more like, oh, um, it was, I was really busy. Um, I just had to get pizza. Like, I couldn't cook tonight. And, but and you see like, them every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's fine. You can have pizza every day. Or people come straight from the gym. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like you reward yourself. To, go for it. Yeah, ju- you don't have to justify your eating habits to me. No. Like, yeah, like I don't care. No. Get the pizza. We're running the money. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a story that I wanted to share from my work as well. Um, about like, okay, so I'm just gonna tell the story. Um, so I was serving this husband and wife, right? And I um said about the chocolate. So I was like, oh, do you want some chocolate? And then the husband, like, it looked like the wife was about to say something. But then the husband piped up and was like, actually, no, she's on a diet at the moment. She's been eating too much because this was in lockdown. She was like, oh, she's no, she's been having too much chocolate and wine throughout lockdown. She's And then she, like, kind of, like, tapped her, the wife's stomach and was like, she's been um getting a bit too fat lately about his wife well, what right I assume her. was the wife like the partner I should say um and then um the wife kind of just like was like huh? and then like kind of laughed it off and was like oh yeah yeah I, I'm on a diet at the moment I have to slim down kind of thing um and then the husband just like walked around the rigid like kind of like walk because I was like kind of trying to leave because you know I have other work to do but um then he was like oh yeah and pointed like at my body and was like oh she used to be as skinny as you once you know and but now like look at all this chub so yeah she's um on a diet she has to like lose the weight and I was like what do you say to that like, yeah, if I wasn't in a work setting, I would have had a full-blown hissy fit at the oh, guy. I'd be I like, um, don't say that about her. Yeah, but, like, oh, it was just so ridiculous. Like, the fact that the husband is enforcing his wife's diet. Like, the husband, beer belly, like, just, like, guy. Like, like nobody's regulating his eating habits. Like, you know, I just, oh, I think there's just this disparity. But, yeah, I was, like, kind of shocked by that. Like, you cannot say that about your wife or let alone to me, this a teenage minor. girl yeah. that, like, is just trying to do her job. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. My auntie, she, I didn't actually realize this until maybe, like, a month ago. I just didn't, like, click in my head. I She has body dysmorphia just from... she. Uh, I don't know if it's, like, diagnosed or anything, but just from what I've seen and, like, what I know about that, she was, she was a very skin. she was very much like me in her figure, um, like, kind of, like, small and petite and everything, but then, obviously, like, as she grew up and, like, had kids and everything, like, her weight fluctuated, and then she would I just- you said fluctuated for a second, <laughs> I was like- uh, uh yeah no. yeah that's that's exactly what it did yeah <laughs> but then Saucy. she would like stop eating so like Ooh. she like wouldn't eat and then when she did eat she would like i actually okay this is like really bad but she would eat and like to get the sensation of like food and then vomit it up or she would put it in her mouth and chew it and then spit it out oh i've seen that yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and or then she got her stomach pumped which was, like, she didn't need to have a stomach pump because, once again, she was, like, she was very similar to my weight. And, obviously, she didn't need a stomach pump anyway. That was, like, that was kind of bad of me to say. <laughs> but, like, she didn't need to have a stomach pump. She Her body was completely fine. And she was, like, healthy before this whole thing happened. 
And I think it was because she's an older lady. I think with, like, social media and Facebook, she was kind of idolising the young person. Oh, yeah. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. And she got her stomach pumped. And then she got, like, so many, like, problems with her stomach just from getting her stomach pumped and everything oh like God. that. But now she's, like, at a very good... Like, she's at a, her normal weight again, which is awesome. And I was discussing it with my nana. And nan was like, oh, like, she's gained a bit of weight back. And we were like... But don't tell her that because she's very much the type of person to get, like, triggered by something like that. Yeah. Which is, again, you never know if that person's going to get triggered by you saying, oh, you're so skinny. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, you always should be aware that different people hide things in a different way and maybe this is the trigger for them. Don't say it. Uh-huh. Just keep your mouth yeah. shut. And going back to body dysmorphia, I feel like a lot of people, more people than they realize, have body dysmorphia. Like, that's kind of, um, like... Not that not diagnosed, but just like body dysmorphic tendencies. So like a lot of people do it though. Like a lot of people yeah. look in themselves in the mirror and go, I hate this bit here or I'm too chubby here or Yeah. And like, like same with body image days. One day you look at yourself, you think, Mm, yes, super hot, super sexy. Killing yes. it. Yeah. And then li- literally go back the next day, your body does not look different at all. Like it's literally the same. But you can be like, Oh, I just feel so fluffy and so like and mm-hmm. that just shows you like your brain tricks you and you can see something completely different even though physically they're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like if even um, kind of with me, like some days, because I hate like chicken legs. Because when I was younger, I feel like my natural body is like chicken legs, and so then now I started like working out. I'm trying to like grow my legs. Um, and some days I think like, oh yeah, on fleek, like those. I get the calf pump, like so great. But then some days I'm like, oh my god, I have chicken legs again. Like, and it's very much, like, just, like, flip the switch and I can see something completely different. Like, I still cannot decide whether my legs are super skinny or, like, massive. Like, I have no idea what my legs look like. Like, I know that that sounds really weird, but I'm, like, I just, I don't know if my legs are small or if they're big. Like, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I, have, I have no perception of the size of my legs. And that's just one thing that I, like, fixate on kind of thing. And that's what and body dysmorphia people... is. It's like you fixate on one part of your body. Yeah, and some people will never really truly know what they look like because of that distorted image that their brain is giving mm-hmm. them. Literally. To say that they're yeah. bigger or look different in certain areas. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, if you find yourself, like, asking other people. Like, I always ask other people about my legs. And, like, it's not like, the greatest thing that I do in the world. But, like, if you find yourself, like, you have to look for external validation because you can't trust your own um, perception. Like, that's kind of, like, a sign, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not just um, girls. It is often quite a lot of men that struggle oh, yeah. with body dysmorphia because of the idolised image of a tall man with broad legs, broad shoulders, big muscles, yeah. toned abs. Like you know, the anime waist. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, and, like... Like the Dorito shape yeah yeah and um so a lot of men don't realize that they also have lots of body dysmorphic tendencies as well Mm -hmm. and I have a story from one of my classes one of the guys in my class was talking with his friends and then he was like wait do I have body dysmorphia and his friends were like yeah you do because of the I don't know what he was saying but like um he probably was viewing his body in a different way that wasn't really and they were like talking about it and then he was like looked towards us girls and was like Oh, like, what's body dysmorphia? Do boys get it? I didn't... Like, he didn't realise that boys have body dysmorphia yes, too. And we were yeah. explaining to him, you know, like, yeah, body boys have it too. Like, it's just you don't see your body in the same light that what everybody else sees it. 
And the teacher was also explaining to him, like, you know, boys get it too and things like that. And he was, like, very shocked by the fact that boys can, can also, also have, have body dysmorphia and, and he as well. has body dysmorphia. He was shocked by the fact that he does yeah. or has body dysmorphic tendencies and that boys get it. Like, it's kind of, like, quite hidden. Oh, yeah. I feel like boys, like, they don't think that it is possible for guys to have eating disorders a lot of the time. Do you, like... You should always look out for your friends. Yeah, 100%. And tell them off for saying this that when they're gorgeous. Oh, period. Yeah. <laughs> Always high planet. Yeah. Be like, get it, girl. <laughs> so I think we pretty much covered quite a lot in yeah. this episode. Had a good chat with Charlie. Thank you for coming, Charlie. Thank you for yeah. having me. And, like, obviously we only really ever scrape the surface with our oh, culture. Yeah. There's so much more. And it's always good that if you're thinking maybe, maybe something's a little bit off, maybe what my thoughts are aren't really helping me or they're hindering my um like recovery in a, in a way or something like that yeah if you feel like you're kind of in a bad place with your body or if you, you should think... always get some help yeah. talk to an adult Even talk you to your friends question. you could there's always like online help platforms like kids helpline um you know you've got the butterfly foundation all these places are there for you to get information about it and to talk to someone if you yeah. need some help talk to your school counselor or like a even your pastoral teachers like and things like that college, if you're yeah. comfortable with that mm-hmm yeah. yeah, everybody's here to help. There's always, like, resources around. But, Come talk um, to us if you want to. Yeah, and I think a big takeaway from this is, like, if you recognize um, some conversation that seems a little bit toxic or a little bit um, off or just not really, like, if it's a little bit kind of along the eating disorder track that's, like, normalizing it, call it out. Like, don't be afraid. Like, we always do in like, our classes. Like, if yeah. I hear somebody talking like that, I'm like, hang on, No education time let's go class in session <laughs> listen up um yeah no I feel like <laughs> that's a really big part of it because and these people come and tell me be like your sister just educates us the whole time and I'm like get a girl <laughs> I know and then I come into like classes um and then, then they're like oh we were having a conversation before you should have been there <laughs> oh that's literally me every class I'm like oh you should have been there or sometimes I'm having a conversation and I'm just like Ellie come over here <laughs> no yeah Literally. So, yeah, just call it out, kind of, and, like, educate yourself, too, if you feel like that that's something you might want. Because as soon as you've got the facts you can bring to the table, you can, like, really look at it from, like, both sides. Rather and it than, might help you to help your friends as well. Yeah, 100%. exactly. And, like, I feel like I love talking about it, too, because as soon as, like, I talk about it, like, you kind of open up the conversation. You feel really, like, I don't know. like It every- feels less, like you're like locked into it does yeah. that make sense yeah, yeah. If, it, if it just goes like these toxic comments go unaddressed then it kind of just slides under the surface but as soon as we pull them up um and like we start talking about it and then people like realize that it's toxic like it's that's like how change happens guys like this is we just <laughs> we're gonna change the planet over here let's get it yeah like one little classroom at a time yeah so just like to thank charlie for coming on it was really great to have you and yeah Anyways, I'm Ellie, I'm Heather, and I'm Charlie. Thank Thank you for listening to Tea and Talk.